Merry Christmas, everyone. It's great to see all of you here today at Crosstown. If you weren't here for the confetti, ask somebody on your way out the door. There's a really good explanation for it. You know what? We've learned over the last couple of weeks here at Crosstown, if you're like me, you've been around the Christmas story for a while. You don't have to be heavily religious to, to know about the Christmas story. And, and sometimes you can just, you know, get used to it and kind of move right through it. And you You've kind of heard everything that it could possibly speak to you. But I think this year we've really learned something special. And, you know, there's that one verse that starts off that defines the whole Christmas story. And it seems like one of, that's describing um, why God's communicating this information to us. It starts this way in Matthew 1. It says, now the birth of Jesus Christ took, this place, took place this way. Now, it's not referring to the idea of, well, I just want to give you a bunch of facts on how Jesus was actually born, though that is very interesting. And it's not just to let us know that certain prophecies were fulfilled and certain, certain things were accomplished by God. But it wanted us to know that when the kingdom of God is born into anyone's life in any part of ta- time, that this story encapsulates how that story, how that is accomplished in the life of a person. That the birth of Jesus Christ shows us how the kingdom of God, even today, is born in each and, one of, each and every one of our lives. So what we learned was that through the prophets, they told us about the intention of God towards us. They showed us that God was laying out long before time that God was thinking about us, that he had this intention towards us. Now, the reason why that I didn't go to church for so much, for such a long time in my life, was because I really was unclear of the intentions of God. Everything that I had heard was there's this sin story, there's this other story about a bad place you don't want to go to, and then there's this good place that other people go to, and then we have this this God who appears to be angry at everybody. But as we begin to look at the Christmas story, we can discover that there's that it's not even close to the truth. That the idea that we were told by the prophets is that God before all time was beginning to lay out a strategy and a plan and a path to communicate something to you and me. Not to communicate to us how rotten and bad we are, but to communicate something different to us. And listen to how the Apostle Paul described the Christmas story out of Ephesians 3, in Ephesians 1. He said this, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundations of the world, that we would be holy and blameless before him. So we're beginning to get a picture of what the Christmas story is about and what it's trying to communicate. He goes on to say this. He says, in love, God predestined us to be adopted as sons and daughters through Jesus Christ to himself according to his kind intention of his will, to the praise and the glory of his grace, which he has freely bestowed on us in the beloved. So when I looked at that again, I realized that the intentions of God are not what I was raised to think they were. It wasn't about kind of like the Santa Claus song, checking to see who's naughty and nice and determining what the outcome of humanity is going to be. But rather what we see through the Christmas story is the intentionality of God to communicate something to us. And not necessarily to communicate to us our unworthiness, but rather to communicate to us 
his strong, compassionate, loving kindness towards each and every one of us. That's why the prophet said 500 years before the child was born, said in Isaiah 7, the Lord himself will give you a sign, and behold, the virgin will conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. The Christmas prophecies are the, the expressions of God's kindness towards you. The Christmas story is God getting involved, not just in the moment of Christ, but hundreds of years before Christ to communicate to you and I thousands of years after Christ what his intentions are, what's in his head, what's in his heart towards each and every one of us. And what we discover from the Christmas story is that the intentions of God towards every single one of us is kindness. Then we learned that through Mary and Joseph and through the wise men and the shepherds, even through the star, that the story was told to us that, that the, the birth of Christ happens in a way when people are open, that they're receptive and responsive to the kind intentions of God. That's how Christ was born back in Bethlehem. That's how he is born into our lives even today that receptiveness and response are part of the fulfillment of God in our lives. That's why Mary responded in the Christmas story when she said in Luke 1, she said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord to the angel. Be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. See, the way Christ is born into every one of our lives is to discover the kind intentions of God and to finally realize that God is not against you. That the scripture is very clear that Jesus did not come into the world to judge the world or to condemn the world, no matter what you've experienced in whatever church, even this one, that you may have experienced, but that the kind intentions of God is that God wants to have relationship with you, that he loves you, and that all through time that he has been arranging life so that you could at this very moment rediscover how Christ is born in every one of us. So through the wise men and the shepherds and the angels and even a star, the intentions of heaven call out to us. They, 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 they call out the intention of God's kindness to us. Let me read you the story that you're familiar with. But I want you to see how God is reaching into our lives today with kind intention towards every one of us. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, fear not. And that's what God wants you to hear today. Fear not. I have kind intentions towards every single one of you. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. And unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly, as if that wasn't enough, there was an angel of a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those with whom he is pleased. 
And when the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing. The response, the receptiveness. They've heard the kind intentions of God and they immediately respond to it. Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened and has been made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning the child. And all who heard it wondered at the sh- what the shepherds told them. But Mary kept, treasured all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told them. You see, this is more than just a yearly story that is read to us at Christmas time. It is a reminder of the intentions of God. And I don't know where you might have lost those intentions of God. Maybe you lost it in a religious experience. Maybe you lost it in a broken life. Maybe you lost the intentions of God and and mistakes that you've made or misunderstandings about who God is. But the Christmas story is a presentation of God once again saying, this is my intentions towards you. If you had any question about what I think about you, what I want to do in your life, why I sent my son to come to the earth, I want to remind you about what my intentions are. And this is a call like it was to the shepherds and it was to the wise men, and as it was with the star, it is a call to respond to the reveal of the kind intentions of God. And in this moment here, all this took place so that you and I could once again hear the kind intentions of God, so that in a few minutes when we walk out the door and we get caught up in the busyness of our Christmas celebration, That no matter what you thought about God before you walked in here today, that his intentions towards you are incredibly clear. What does God want from you? He wants you to experience his kindness. He wants you to experience his love. And the Christmas story is a knock on the door of every one of our hearts. It's God communicating to us and restating the vision statement for all humanity and for each and every one of us that God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son, not to come into the world to judge the world, but rather to save the world. Why? So that you and I can be the sons and daughters of the living God, so that we can have Christ born in us. This is the way Jesus Christ was born in the Christmas story, this is the way Jesus Christ is still born in each and every one of our hearts. So as we enter into this moment that we call communion, we do this as a response, just like the shepherds, just like the wise men, just as the movement of the stars stopping on Bethlehem. We respond to the reveal of God's intentions. And in communion, we celebrate the intentions of God that he loved each and every one of us so much that he's offering us new life, that he will lift up our heads and give joy and peace to each and every one of us. This is the kind intention of God. This is what God is trying to give to each and every one of us. The birth of Jesus Christ 
took place this way, and it still does. Advent is a fancy word about the arrival, referring to the arrival of Christ. And what we normally do is we look back 2,000 years and we point to that moment and we say that was the advent of Christ. But the advent of Christ is here in this moment because Christ is born in each and every one of us the exact same way, that we listen to the kind intentions of God, that we open our heart and we respond to the kind intentions of God. So you may not be very churched, you may not be very spiritual. You may not totally understand what we're doing in communion. I'm not sure I totally understand everything about God. But I do know that it's an expression of his kind intentions. That we're told in the scripture that Jesus stands at the door and he knocks. And he just wants to come in and do life with us. So whatever else you had heard from somebody else, Whatever else the shame of your heart may tell you, God wants you to discover on the 25th of December, he wants you to once again discover his kind intentions to each and every one of you. He loves you and we invite you to come. It's not a manger, it's probably better. There won't be wise men standing around it or shepherds but you'll be there because the advent of Jesus Christ is for you today. We invite you to take the bread, take it, dip it into the cup and just have a prayer and a moment with Christ where you just invite him into your life that his kingdom will be born with you. You say, well, I got a child with me. Invite them to come. And if they don't understand it, that's fine. Let them watch you. Because as they watch you take the bread and put it into the cup and then eat it, you are creating in them the expectation of Christ. You are creating in them the understanding of receptiveness and response to the kindness of God. Father, we enter into this precious moment with you. And this moment is just as important to you as that moment when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. That it happens exactly the same way today as it happened then. That our hearts are open for the kind intentions of God to hear, even when we're afraid, to be willing to hear peace and goodwill to those of us who are on the earth from God our Father. And that before the foundations of the world, while we were lost, that God loved us, that we may be adopted as sons and daughters of the living God with all our flaws and all our mistakes, that you have nothing but kind intentions towards us. So today, God, today we respond as the shepherds. Today we are the wise men. Today we take that journey as the star did to the one who was born in Bethlehem, we respond to your great kindness. We invite you to come.